Welcome back to One Track Minds. I'm here with uh, your hosts, Devin. Hello. And, and Matt. Hey. And my name is Ian, and this is the podcast where we take a look at one song every week-ish and uh, examine its context uh, in regards to the album and the time, and sometimes we talk about other stuff. It's going to be fun. Uh, fun. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, um, Ian, Ian, you've been like formally introduced into our haphazard recording schedule now, now that we've... So, yeah. So exciting. It's ex- it's an exciting time for, for <laughs> me and, and for you guys. So uh, what? Sh- how are you guys doing? Matt, how are you doing? I know that you did uh, a, a feat of endurance, So, ta- and I sure. was wanting to ask you about it, but as always, I never... We aren't friends until the mic's rolling. So what? <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, what I, happened? I I did. I ran a I ran a full marathon. I did run a full marathon last week, and it was like truly horrific, truly horrific experience <laughs> that I did not enjoy. But um, I'm probably gonna do an ultra now. I I I have. I think I'm purely driven by ego, and I just. I just like to say that I can do things that other people cannot do. So like I get like such a even though I did not enjoy it in any uh, in any way, I, I'm going to keep increasing the intensity of it until, you know, uh, I guess my body falls apart. I think that that's just drive. Like, I don't know why you're describing it in a negative way. Like, isn't that just to drive to like do something? I guess so. But what I'm saying is that I don't enjoy it. Like I feel like some people like uh, they either get like a really emotional catharsis from doing it or, you know, like they enjoy the process of it. I don't I neither get an emotional catharsis or and I do not enjoy the process of it. But I, I guess I enjoy the process of saying that I did it. But I don't like I don't feel like joy mm. or like I like learn something about myself um, through the process at all. That's really um, like that sounds, and with love, it sounds sociopathic. Because <laughs> like maybe you're, you're just acquiring the taste for for the like a like a whiskey aficionado, you know, like it tastes terrible at first, but then you yeah. you grow to love it. I do think, to be honest, I do think it gives me like some mental clarity, like afterwards, like I'm less maybe anxious and uh, stressed. So that, that part I do like. Um, but yeah, I would say that I'm probably not that far off from <laughs> like sociopathic tendencies. I feel like that's probably not that far off from who I am. So, uh, you know, this is a safe space. So I'll just openly admit that. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I mean, here's the thing. And you maybe you know this, but I probably a real sociopath would never admit that. So you've mm. you've, you've bested us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we want. What, what about your your listening uh, experience at the marathon? We were talking a little bit about your th- this kind of like grand playlist that you're you're putting together. Did that end up happening? And I'd yeah, hope so that I- you didn't listen to the. I mean, <laughs> no no spoilers for what's to come. But I mean, like you must have. Uh, hopefully, you had something a little more energetic than uh, Ian's pick. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. I, li- I listened to uh, Novo Amor for like on repeat. Uh, for the whole for the whole marathon, I Full actually race. don't. Is that true? I no, I don't. Okay, I don't you. think <laughs> that I would <laughs> recommend my uh, my technique because I I had never done this before, so I was trying something. I I originally was gonna do songs, like pick songs, and then like 
do it that way and like curate it. But I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to truly know where I'm going to be at emotionally, uh, uh, during the during the race so i i don't want to do that so you know i'll pick albums because i know like the emotional content of the album and then i can try to like hopefully get an idea i wouldn't recommend it i i the I, there were albums that i put on there that i um that i really didn't like like i tried to like put albums on that i knew really well and then i tried to put ones that i didn't so they would like spice it up but the ones that i didn't know very well i ended up like hating mm. yeah um, that could be bad um, really quick, just to help inflate your, why, why don't you tell us how long the, the run was and, um, if you want what marathon it was. Oh, sure. It was the, uh, D uh, Detroit free press marathon and I, it was five, four and a half. I ran for four and a half hours. And there you go. And you know what? Good work, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. Well what, about, what, what about, thank you. What about you two? What have you been, uh, up to Ian? Ian, what's, what's new with you? Um, what is new with me? Well, we're, um, I'm still kind of adjusting to uh, this this lakeside uh, situation that I find myself in this season, uh, which is good, except for it it's uh, it's a little bit more remote, um, just a little bit than than like Windsor proper. Um, so we're having to make a bunch of changes to stuff like our internet situation and our TV situation, uh, which is good and bad because my my children are losing their minds quickly. Um, and I kind of feel like I'm partially responsible and like, yeah, just who cares? Have your screens while you can. And then they kind of like got them yanked out from under them. So they're, they're uh. freaking out. Um, but I've unpacked my records and all my books and stuff. And it's been kind of like a, uh, a nice quiet shift into just kind of like enjoying uh, some, you know, like records I've owned, but that I've never listened to or books that I've bought two years ago or got as a gift and I just haven't read, but I like looking at them at my bookshelf. So that's, I feel accomplished by, <laughs> yeah. by doing that, by just like plowing through some stuff that I've been meaning to get around to uh, enjoying and it's been enjoyable. Sounds nice. kind of peaceful. Yeah. Sounds great. Honestly. Um, I, I, I went to um, one of the, like, have you ever been to like an Amazon return store, Matt? Or Ian? no, no, it's like these bins full of junk. I went. Oh to yeah. We do have one. I haven't been in though. It was kind of fun because, uh, but I did find like um, a set of like lav mics and like camera mics. So like I have all of the stuff for when uh, if we ever <laughs> want to do like a field recording, I I have um, I'm fully equipped for sound now. So like that should be fun. Um, and I just collect stuff in case I ever want to make a documentary, but uh, <laughs> never gonna. Um, but yeah, I haven't been doing much, uh, you know, just the usual. Uh, I'm going to be honest about my listening habits for this album. Very infrequent. <laughs> and I, <laughs> so why don't uh, you tell us about what you chose, Ian, and uh, we'll go from okay. there. Well, let's, let's, let's get into it because I'm, I'm going to, well, not that I need to, but I'm going to come clean on a couple things. Number one, I realize that there's nothing spooky or scary about, about the song other than it is called. Uh, Halloween. Um, but I picked this song because I was kind of waffling between a few picks um, when I when Matt told me that I might be able to uh, to kind of choose where we were headed for this this past week. My brain immediately went to um, New Halloween by Touche Amore, but we had, yeah. you guys had just done uh, a few weeks ago 
a really good episode on uh, the Touche Amore album, Lament. So I didn't want to retread that kind of uh, um, pick. Um, but Halloween by Novo Amore, which was the pick. Um, was a song that I'd kind of come across uh, kind of over the, the back end of the summer. And there's just something about it. I, I think I, I'm not a big lyrics person. That's kind of my... Uh, my area of opportunity. I'm, I'm not really, that's the, probably the thing I pay attention to the least when I'm actively listening. Um, if I really want to uh, get the, the full impact of a lyric, I'm gonna have to go on Genius or you know on Spotify and like look at it as I'm listening to it. Um, but there's just something about this song that really just kind of like got its hooks in me and I really just kind of started living in it. But I'd never listened to the album. Uh, before this week, um, but I was familiar with with that song, and that was really everything I knew about Novo Amor. I kind of knew that there were some other artists that I, that I'm interested in that either were touring with him or had some sort of uh, professional relationship with him. And uh, as far as I understand, he's out of England. He's kind of like a singer songwriter type persona, um, and I I really really enjoy the song Halloween. Um, and I didn't dislike it in the context of the album. Uh, the album is called, as I'm pulling oh, it up here. Oh, he's, yeah, um, I'm not the only one. Cannot be whatsoever. Uh, and I thought it was okay. Um, huh. A bit, I, I, mostly I, I didn't dislike it. Um, I, I found it a bit derivative. Uh, I mean, not like some of the songs that we've, that you guys and that we have talked about on, on this podcast are free from, you know, uh, any sort of influence. Um, but I, I found this to be especially a derivative of that kind of like middle lot kind of bony Vare cabin in the woods yes. kind of singer songwriter. Aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, it was fine, but I, I, f I found myself a little bit disappointed because I wanted more of that, I think Halloween is probably like the most kind of forward moving um, kind of uh, radio friendly. It's a single, I guess. Like it's kind of the most has the most momentum and kind of the most uh, full band kind of uh, impact on the album. And I kind of was really hoping for, for more of that. And I don't know if I got it. Yeah. I mean, what did you guys yeah, I I think yeah. that now it's like this kind of it changes sort of what what I'm gonna how I'm gonna talk about it. I was afraid to like, I was like, oh, is this like Ian's favorite band? And like, I don't want to like <laughs> say that like I didn't like it. Um, but that's okay because now I see that like because I agree with you, um, with every point basically. So like, I would say that if you listen to just the song Halloween and then you were like, oh, is this like the down track? And like the rest of the album is like a full band, like indie rock sort of experience. And this is sort of like the pared down track, but it's almost the opposite where like this song oh. is like actually like the, the point of momentum, like you said, uh, which, which just to me is just not, um, just unfortunately bordering on like just unlistenable as far as my like attention span, I guess goes, or, or I guess taste level 
Because, like, I can listen to, like, The Decline by No Effects. So, so, like, it's not an attention span issue. It's just, like, um, the momentum, like, I like engaging. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it was terribly engagement, engaging. And then it's, it did remind me of just, like, of a genre of music that has nothing to do with me. Um, <laughs> so, like, exactly what you were saying. Like, this weird thing that was happening sort of adjacent to, like, what I was into uh, where I would be like, oh, like I like Bright Eyes. And then someone would be like, oh, well, you should check out this band. And then I'd be like, oh, this is like, yes, on paper, this is the same. But in some unknowable way, it is completely different. Um, Matt? Well, I have I have a lot of thoughts. But just I do want to like m- just mention what happened during the uh mid aughts where uh it seems as though what happened is that like emo and punk and indie sort of like almost combines and it was like it was like all sort of like converging and it was all being accepted as sort of like of the same uh type even though they are very different i do think bright eyes um i there's like uh there's like a like a level of weirdness that Connor brings to, uh, especially like the early records, like fevers and fevers and mirrors and, uh, uh, lifted. The beauty card out of absolute. You could never claim with like the spoken word, you know, uh, like interview that by the way, wasn't even, if you remember the, the fake radio interview that he did on fevers and mirrors yeah. uh, ended up not even being him. It was the guy from the faint pretending to be Connor, which I had just recently found <laughs> out. But anyways, that, that level of weirdness is sort of like stripped away in some of these Bonnie Vare, Damien Rice type records. And it's more focusing on the beauty. And I do think that I struggle sometime, sometimes like I like the weird, <laughs> I like, I like when people are trying weird things and experimenting and like, like almost allowing uh ugliness to be in the in the album so i i do appreciate that a little bit more i i liked um i i really liked halloween i have it like it's it's uh it's an earworm it's definitely stuck in my head and i keep singing it to myself i ended up spending 45 minutes watching the documentary did did either of you watch the documentary that they made for the record i i watched a bit of it yeah sorry no i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I what i will yeah that's fine well well what i will say is that the the documentary compared to the mama documentary which was like they had like uh vhs recorders just like talking to each other uh this was a beautiful film that was like really well made um it didn't really tell me anything much like the mama documentary like i don't feel like i really learned too much but um it was a beautifully made uh documentary uh that was sort of just like making me want to live in that studio uh that that he built for himself but i do find his per like he's there's like a distance from him that i was never able to really bridge uh and never really able to connect with um novo more so by the way his name is ali john meredith lacy and he's 32 years old and he's from wales can i interject uh, uh, quickly uh, about about one point that you made just in case you never circle back to it Mm. it was that um you said uh that there was like you like a little bit of ugliness and like um this maybe lack that and also that it has to do with the documentary being like very polished 
that's what Amanda kind of described it as. Uh, and I thought it was a very good point. She said that like, it's, it's, it's so, um, like desanitized and like a little bit lacking, like kind of a, a spirit or a soul. I mean, not, no offense to this, this person, but like the music almost seems produced for like mass, just like mass appeal. Um, and it lacks like that grit that like really draws me in where it's like, I mean, when you talk about like, kind of like spitting and stuff, she said to me. Um, or even like someone who bridges the gap um like uh sorry uh it's escaping me for some reason uh who's the who does like chicago uh yeah yeah sufjan stevens on the floor at the great divide with my shirt tucked in and my shoes untied i am crying in the bathroom um there's like a tragedy to like in the music that kind of unfolds where it's like uh, like a this this second layer of like sadness or something um which i felt like this kind of lacked a little bit but you can f- go on matt sorry and this was uh this was a, a band that he started or like a project that he started um in 2012 after a breakup so this was his novo amor i guess is uh, Portuguese for new love, and it was uh, focusing on uh, the new love that he had directed towards music in the wake of a uh, uh, of a romantic loss. I mean, I can re- like like who can't relate to early twenties uh, breakups, but uh, so that that I can relate to. But uh, just the 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 structured, polished nature of it is kind of uh, sort of like a barrier for me. Yes, polished exactly. Yeah, same. It's like nothing. It's like it's it's like an. I just had a weird metaphor pop into my head or an analogy. It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, like the smoother like a pearl is, it's harder to to like hold on to. Whereas like the more mm-hmm. divots and and like imperfections, you can like there's something to grab onto. I don't. That's probably a, a very uh, stupidly um, common metaphor, but like that just kind of came to my head. So. Do you either of you think, I mean, we, we've t- kind of brought up, uh, well, C- Connor Oberst and Justin Vernon to me are, are two people who are kind of grossly influential in this kind of arena. But I think something that's unique about those two individuals that maybe someone like a, a you know, like a Novo Amour might not have is, is they started with music that was much more aggressive and experimental and kind of moved in to kind of took that experience into their kind of uh cabin in the woods kind to that cliche uh projects do you think maybe that's something that's lacking from this like this maybe that this just because is born out of a an experience that's specifically musical that's kind of just just missing like maybe that, that we're just starting from scratch with this kind of aesthetic and that might be why we're finding it a little bit squeaky and saccharine. Yeah, I think so. And this is the problem. This is the problem with like the echoes. Um, so let me just let me just dig into my Devin's going to love that I'm going to bring this up again. But my Guns and Roses uh, <laughs> and, you know, Nirvana references the mainstream artists that I like that I love, I should say, uh, are the artists that grew up on hardcore punk uh 
more more experimental indie music like Kurt Cobain, like Axl Rose. Uh, they grew up on rough, brutal music, and then they created uh, more beautiful music out of it. But the echoes, like the bands that and Noble Amore, going back to Guns N' Roses, actually did a cover of uh, Guns N' Roses song. But um, and he references Nirvana uh, in the documentary. But if you're if you're mimicking those bands, but not going back to their influences, and you're not like growing up the music that they started with, I think there's something lost in uh, in translation. And I think that's probably why the primary influence, or sorry, the 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 uh, descendants of Nirvana are Nickelback. Which is like it's like it's like what what uh you know like ungodly creature has been born of this beautiful piece of work uh so uh that is my rant on uh sort of that that uh, subject yeah so are you saying that Nickelback would fall into that category of just like an emulation of like the the final product without kind of understanding the roots is that what you're saying about Nickelback? that's what I'm saying yeah yeah no totally and that's but then if you look at something that is planted firmly in the origin like Foo Fighters, uh, you get a much better product in the end. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know. Anything else, uh, Ian, that you want to touch on? Um, I don't know if you guys have any more points about uh, the record as as a whole. I will say that like you guys went very um, kind of cute with your picks for how like mine is embarrassingly spooky. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Okay. Anyway, we can move on. I, I, I guess like because you've already kind of covered that. Like your opening statement covered like all kind of my follow up questions about like your pick and like right. what you think of this. Um, so I don't know if you had any more. Uh, sounds like you are quite well prepared. So I would say if you if you want to check this out, um, I mean, this is kind of a two note album for me. Uh, Halloween being one of the notes, and then the rest of it is kind of a little bit samey. Um, if you want to check it out, listen to Halloween, listen to um, I Feel Better, and listen to Birdcage if you want kind of an abridged <laughs> version of the album. Um, those are my three favorites. Um, didn't hate it. Didn't really love it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of hated it. So I think that um, maybe it's just because I – uh, enjoy the spectacle like that set of like of like being like oh I don't like this this will be good like radio or whatever um, uh, yeah like I can't say that it's something that I would ever have stumbled upon it was even hard to find like Spotify was like no you certainly aren't talking about this and I was like yeah no and I was like even searching the name like verbatim it was like like 10th down um, of the band uh, so I'm not too sure uh, if it's anything I would ever go back to. I can't recommend it for, for people who I, I, I don't know. I mean, like if I feel like if if there was a target for a recommendation for this, I don't necessarily know that they would stumble upon this podcast. But um, I guess if you like. <laughs> no, I don't know, Matt. What do you think? What I will say, what I will say is that uh, he toured with Novo Moore toured with Gia Margaret and for me, with this type of music that is more polished, I actually prefer it without vocals. And Gia Margaret released a beautiful instrumental record this year that I would recommend. So Gia Margaret, uh, if you're looking for something more, uh, 
peaceful and serene that you can put on the background. Gia Margaret's record is what I would maybe recommend over Novo Amor. But I, uh, again, I, I found Halloween to be catchy and, uh, not, uh, unpleasant. That's an interesting, like you touched on something interesting that I just thought, cause like, if I were to say so, like, if I were to be more positive about it, it's musically fine. Like I like, it all musically my biggest issue and this is kind of where me and Ian are kind of opposite is that like if it's a song that features like a singer and like lyrics it's like that to me is like the primary driver of the, of the song so um I feel like that's where it completely the whole album falls flat for me like completely like so the style of singing I'm just not a fan of I found like there wasn't enough sort of grit to hold on to and then lyrically, I mean, it's. I actually think lyrically is kind of where it sh- it it like shined the the brightest, um, especially the Halloween song. I thought it was an interesting story that you kind of follow along, um, and so so I will say in a positive light, I think the biggest thing that I didn't like about it was that it was just like the style of vocals and the polish of the vocals, whereas the music yeah. itself was kind of nice and yeah. Where where are we going next, Devin? Where are we going next? Okay. So this is, I'm just going to get it out of the way. This is one of my all time favorite bands and it can't, uh, it can't get more on the nose. So we're going to start. This is a shorter, uh, album. It's an EP. I don't know if you saw this coming, Matt. Fall Children is the song I'm going to pick by AFI off the All Hallows EP. A five songs or four songs or whatever it is completely dedicated to Halloween. <laughs> so everybody should be listening to this all through Halloween and uh, we can talk about it and, uh, and whatever broader conversation. Uh, Cause it is an interesting band. So uh, yeah, all Hallows EP by AFI, the song fall children. And uh, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, all right. Other than that though, I think that will probably do it for uh, Novo Amor. Uh, Novo, no more, please. Uh, that will, that, will, that will, Yeah, you had that, and they had that, and you're ready to do that one before. Before we, uh, before we go on, I just want to mention we were talking about bright eyes. I had like a really depressing experience at uh, the local record store. I have a CD player and in my car, and uh, and no like way of like connecting my phone. So I I buy CDs. So I went to. Uh, I went to uh, Dr. Disc to go uh, buy some CDs and all of the albums that I loved as a teenager are now like $3. Uh, they're all <laughs> like lifted. I was able to get lifted, funeral, like uh, like all of the albums that for me like seem fresh and new are clearly like uh, bargain bin uh, garbage to a lot of people. That's uh, awesome. It was a great album. Like, uh, I remember pre-ordering it and then being really excited going in and getting it because, like, and I remember opening it and being impressed with how much you get. It's like a little like package of like fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna be uh, back next week ish. Um, where we'll discuss uh the AFI and otherwise. Uh, I will say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye.